podcasting is in a different stage today that was yesterday, and it's going to be in a different stage tomorrow than it is, is today. And I think it's an evolving media, and uh, we as podcasters should not be afraid of the changes. We just need to face the changes and look for new opportunities. How can we communicate with this powerful uh, media that is changing worldwide? Welcome to Star of the Doubts. I'm your host, Jared Easley. I'm outside on a patio. Wonderful lunch. Just uh, finished that with my good friend, Melvin Rivera, via podcast.fm. Melvin, welcome. Thank you very much. <laughs> Melvin, it's a pleasure it's a, to be here. Yeah, absolutely. Anytime that we get a chance to meet, I'm always excited about it because, uh, number one, you're a friend. I enjoy chatting with you, but you always have so many interesting stories. And that's why I want to start this conversation is, not everybody just can talk and be interesting, Melvin, but you have that gift. Is it a gift or is it just something you've learned over time? Well, I think I like uh, to tell stories and I live a very passionate life. I can tell. Every month I am uh, experiencing something new. Which is <laughs> very true. And we'll dive into that a little bit. For those that don't know who you are, if you'd be willing to just catch them up, because there's going to be some people say, I don't know Melvin, I should know Melvin. So... What's the story on Melvin? Well, I am uh, from Puerto Rico. I started in radio a long time ago. I was radio announcer, then radio station manager. Then I moved to work uh, with the religious organization as the, the director for Puerto Rico, then moved to the States to be the international director for all the 21 Latin American countries. And now I work as the head of... Uh, Global Bible Publishing. It's an organization, a Christian organization that publishes the Bible. So we do 32 million Bibles every year. That's we distribute, distribute. And, uh, and my work is to help all of the 150 countries' leaders, especially publishing leaders, to develop a print and digital strategy, which is very challenging because digital is not even print, but is moving so fast that the book that is the bestseller book globally now is also moving to digital. So my work is to work with the Bible societies, the leaders, on developing the strategy for that. Are you familiar with the YouVersion app? Yes. See, I, I usually use that and I read that every day. Mm -hmm. um, what other, when you're talking about digital, what other well, things they you have, about? They have all of our translation, most of them. Right. I would say more than 400 translations that we have done, they have it. And also we are working in several, we are partners and we are launching a global application called uh, Biblia Plus, which is an application that you can change the interface language maybe in three days and put all the translation from your country. So right now we are working on launching the Spanish. We started with Portuguese. English, now Spanish, French, Swahili, and then German, and then goes in all languages. The application was developed in a way that is, it can be easy to localize. And that's a challenge because, you know, we have languages that are read from right to left. And developing an application that can be used in all languages, oh, it's challenging. <laughs> we have been working two years, mm. and we have spent a lot of money. <laughs> I can imagine. Yes. 
Melvin, what's interesting to me is you always have just the, what I consider the coolest travel. You may not always <laughs> think that, but like I'm talking to you and you're like, oh yeah, uh, Germany, I just spoke in Spain. I'm going to be in the UK. I just got back from South Korea. It's like, whoa, <laughs> you're in Cuba. Like what? <laughs> what? That's, is that, do you enjoy travel or is traveling now just tiring it's to a you? Business. Like, <laughs> <laughs> when you travel for business or for work, it's different. I sure. enjoy. I went uh, two weeks ago to UK. Then I went to South Korea, and then to Indonesia. My goodness! And when I was in Indonesia, I said I need to be with my wife. Yeah. So I planned ahead of time, <laughs> and my wife came, and we uh, get together in South Korea. Oh, wonderful! Took three days in South Korea. Then in Indonesia, I say we need to go to Bali. So we spent. Three days, but in all this year, this is this is the only occasion where I have the privilege to invite my wife and take a few days. Well, Usually, I go to a country, speak or have meetings, and then two days after that, moving on. Moving on, man. Oh, man, you have so much energy. Do you ever get tired? I mean, I get I am tired of traveling. <laughs> <laughs> you know, traveling to Indonesia is twenty four hours, something like that. Yeah, it's long. Long trip. It's a long, long trip. So would you be willing to tell the story of how you and I met? We started where? <laughs> where? Well, we, we've more or less met through podcasting. Well, through podcasting. Yes, yes, yes. Well, the first time that I met you was in the meetups. Right. I, was, uh, I started podcasting about two years and a half ago, and I found the meetups of, uh, for Lauder. And I said, I need to go. And, and I, that was the first time that I met you. And I enjoy a lot. I like the spirit of the group. I like the, the humor. I like events where, you know, everybody becomes a friend in seconds. And I think the big experience of podcasting, and that happened to us, when we met, immediately we have a connection. That's so true. And then we found, we found others. <laughs> So you were fortunate to be a part of podcast movement in Chicago. Yes. And you do a lot of events and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to hear what was that experience like for well, you? And one of the results of going to podcast movement in Chicago was the second podcast that I started <laughs> via podcast. I went there and I said, well, I want to enjoy. It was the first time I didn't make it the previous year. So it was the first time so I said, I want to, to understand better and to connect with people. And the big value that I saw was, first was inspiration, because I started listening to people. I remember one of the speakers said, the voice is so important that maybe you don't recognize, you don't remember the voice of your grandmother. But if you have a recording of your grandmother, you will record and you can remember the face, but you didn't remember the voice. And I started thinking of my grandmother, who was a big influence on my Bible and my uh, life. And I said, oh, that's true. So even with all the experience that I have on communications, I started discovering things that I didn't know. And this inspiration to use audio, to use the voice, to create mental scenarios came back to my life and the same passion. So I said, you know, all this experience of podcast movement is so amazing, but I want to connect 
the Spanish-speaking podcasters to this experience. And I say, how can I do that? I learned teaching. My slogan is, when you teach, you learn twice. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Because to teach, you need to learn. And when you are learning, and when you are teaching, you are learning also, no? So I said, I want to learn more about podcasting. I want to help my Spanish friends. And I want to connect them with this experience that we have in Podcast Movement. So I started recording my first interview for a podcast that I call it BeAPodcast.fm. And we are in the episode number 20. Congratulations. Yes. And it's receiving a lot of feedback from Spain. This week, I am doing an interview in, in with Spanish. the podcast. It's in Spanish. Yep. I do interviews with podcasts from different parts. A big emphasis with Hispanic USA. But also, the way that I see it, podcasting in Spain, which is the place where the Spanish podcasting has been growing, they are more focused in Spain. Podcasters from Mexico, they are more focused in Mexico. And I say, oh, there is a missing link here. There is a niche. So if I can connect the Hispanic podcaster from United States with the ones in Mexico, Spain, Argentina, and Chile. So to give you an idea, next Tuesday podcast, I have an interview with a podcaster from Argentina who is doing his episode 246, and he's producing his podcast with iOS. <laughs> and the week before, I did an interview with a podcaster from Chile. And the week before, I did a podcast with an interview of a podcaster from Spain. And the week before, I did a podcast with a former marketing director in Pepsi and several pharmaceutical companies. Say Giraldo, he lives in Boston, and he's doing a podcast about marketing and, and business marketing. And I did a podcast with him. So in a way, podcast movement inspired me to connect people, to inspire people, and to learn one from another. And I think I learned a lot in podcast movement, but the inspiration to continue learning, doing a podcast about podcasting, It was the biggest take that uh, I received. Coming up in April, you're entering into a new chapter of your life. So I'm going to first of all congratulate on that. Let's talk about what's happening and, and then how podcasting has kind of helped you consider what's going to happen in this new season. Well, in April next year, after 34 years working with uh, this organization, I am changing jobs. <laughs> <laughs> People say, you're, are you retired? I say, no, no, I'm changing jobs. And I'm going back to my passion, which is audio. So I have been um, creating a business plan to spend all my time promoting podcasting uh, for business and nonprofit organizations and also doing coaching and training on that area in Hispanic USA and also in Latin America. Next February, I'm going to Guatemala to do a, a conference to be a speaker. And the following week to Costa Rica. And last year I went to Peru. So I starting to receive invitations from Latin America and from the States to speak about podcasting. And I still learning. So I want to focus all my time on podcasting because I started on radio. My first 13 years, I worked as radio announcer, radio journalist, radio producer, 
I did sales on radio. I did program director, and then I became manager of a radio station. Then I moved to the religious publishing print world. So I changed from audio to print. Now I'm coming back to radio. And uh, <laughs> my daughter is um, she is the program director of nine radio stations of uh, Univision Radio in uh, Houston, L.A., several states. And uh, she was my advisor when I started my first podcast two years ago. And now I am her advisor <laughs> in podcasting. That's great. <laughs> so we, we are learning because I call podcasting the new radio. Mm -hmm. And that's my emphasis is, you know, there are many people that say, no, podcasting is no radio. Say, no, you, you cannot say that it's not radio. It's, it's radio without antenna. We don't have a, a tower. <laughs> We don't have a tower. We don't have the same style. We don't have the same delivery of, of commercials. We don't have the same relationship. We have a better relationships because the way that podcast is listening and also the way that you create a relationship with the audience that you don't create that on radio. When I was on radio, I was uh, talking with people. I use all the technique of radio. But the reality, I was competing with the environment sound. And, and many radio stations say, oh, they, you need to use this kind of mic because people are listening on the radio and uh, you are competing with the environmental environment sounds. We don't have that in, in podcasting. You know, when people listen to us, usually it's is through earbuds. And uh, that makes a big difference. It really does. And I want to spend more time, all my time, in three months on this area. As a matter of fact, the organization that I work, they came to me last week and said, could you do a podcast for us? <laughs> so I will do yeah, it. After April. <laughs> I will be doing, yes, after April, I will be doing podcasts for others, nonprofits and business, and also coaching and teaching. That's wonderful, man. Yes. Well, Mel, and I'm super excited for you. Obviously, I wish you the best. You got some exciting speaking opportunities coming up. You're Doing a conference in Germany uh, yes. after the New Year, so you got a lot to do. That's um, the reason why I understand <laughs> what what you suffered. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, yeah. But Putting together large events is not easy. Organizing an event, people, you know, people enjoy the first day, and then they say all the beautiful things. But it takes one year or more. Yeah, more. The, the, if you want to have participation of everyone, nationalists, at least one year. Yeah, well said. Hard work. So we always close out with a couple questions, Melvin. What uh, first question is? Where can people connect with you online? People can connect with me in uh, Twitter, uh, Melvin Rivera V. V is from Velasquez, my second name, my last name. Melvin Rivera. <laughs> Melvin v. Rivera V. At Melvin Rivera V. At Melvin Rivera V. And also Facebook, but uh, I am also with on um, websites of my podcast. Via podcast.fm and cambio180.com, which is a Spanish podcast about uh, leadership, Bible, and digital communication. And you also have a Facebook group for solo podcasters, right? I have a Facebook group. Uh, we started a few months ago. We have 370, 370 per, uh, members, people from Spain, people from the United States, people from Mexico, people from Colombia, people from Peru. It's growing it's a group of podcasters talking about podcasting. That's the only thing. And uh, the name is Solo Podcasting. 
Yep. Because we only, we don't share. Last week, we stopped sharing podcasts from members of the group. We said, we don't want to share more podcasts. Let's talk about podcasting. So we yep. are having this conversation and everybody's looking to learn. That's a very good and interesting experience. So we close with final thoughts. Melvin, what's your final thoughts? My final thoughts is that podcasting is in a different stage today that was yesterday, and it's going to be in a different stage tomorrow than it is today. And I think it's an evolving media, and uh, we as podcasters should not be afraid of the changes. We just need to face the changes and look for new opportunities. How can we communicate with this powerful uh, media that is changing worldwide? I have friends in Norway that uh, we share the podcast that we listen. So podcasting is everywhere, everywhere in different stages, but it's everywhere. Well said. Uh, Melvin, thank you again. Thank you. Thank you.